Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Sharp Edge, a sports conversation for the sports betting world. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. Featuring legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. How much that do-ray may be for? Aaron Coscarelli. How dare you? She's a nice lady! And Scott Seidenberg. The Sportos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. This is The Sharp Edge. Welcome into another edition of The Sharp Edge. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined as always by legendary handicapper Brandon Lang and Aaron Coscarelli. Before we get into this week's action, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Sharp Edge wherever you get your podcasts from or check us out on the Believe Podcast Network at BLEAV.com. It's an exciting weekend. We got a big heavyweight championship fight on Saturday night. But first, Aaron, how is the dog's leg? I think we were all anxiously awaiting the results of the vet visit <laughs> oh my goodness i know the dog oh did you guys say that on air yeah i was at the vet uh you know what are you gonna do when you're six pound chihuahua yep i have a six pound chihuahua and he has a leg rash uh that looks infected we take his ass right down to the vet we make sure he's doing okay so now he has the cone of, sh- of shame <laughs> um, and the rash is good. We're, we're, you know, he, the problem is he just, he keeps in, reinfecting it. So as a, as a mom of three fur babies, I have to keep them safe and, and in good care. But, uh, I know you guys held down the fort without me, so it's good to be back. All right. Well, Brandon was the one that was asking the bulk of the questions because, uh, he really needed to know about the dog status. So Brandon, you okay now that you found out everything's good. <laughs> yeah, you know, having having had six and then lost my fifth to cancer uh, three years ago, four years ago, and now we have five, and I could have, I'd have 20 if I could, so yeah. glad that uh, that's going well, but, uh, you know, speaking of dogs, it, it, this is a this is a crazy business I'm in, man. It, it really is. I released the Super Bowl on a Tuesday and put a basketball play out each day until the Super Bowl went two and four, so my basketball opinion was like, eh, then I hit the Super Bowl, and then I end up winning six of my next eight basketball releases. So good run, eight and six. Then I lose four in a row and can't pick my nose. <laughs> and then last Saturday, UCLA over Washington winner. Last Sunday, Cal plus six over Arizona State winner. Last Monday, Kansas minus 16 and a half over Iowa State winner. Tuesday, Dayton minus three over VCU winner. Uh, Thursday, Arizona State plus two out. Oh, I'm sorry. South Carolina down nine with 21 seconds to go, getting five and a half. Gets three steals in the last 19 seconds and actually cuts it to one and gets me the cover on Wednesday night. And the miracle cover. And when you're on a winning streak, you get those covers. And then last night, speaking of dogs, Arizona State plus two at home. Um, gets the outright win over over Oregon wire to wire. So, um, eleven, uh, twelve, and six since the Super Bowl. Um, and and I'll tell you what, the best time to heat up, man, is the end of February. Conference tournament starting in about ten days, and you got NCAA tournament, NIT, CBI, UTI, URI, BRI. I mean, all <laughs> um, you know, urinary tract infection, the UTI tournament coming our way this year uh for all gamblers out there the uti tournament so it's a it's a 
a five-day tournament of emotions. Yes, uh, and, 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 the only, and, the, and the only way to win is with cranberry juice. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> FYI, the FYI. worst beat or push of the nut no, of the week. No, stop. You, I don't even, we're not going to waste time. On I'm going to get into it because there's no reason okay. why a team okay. shoots a buzzer-beating well. three up 14 points with three seconds left. They ran a designed play with three seconds left. Are you telling me that, that Mark Few just wanted to work on inbounds plays against San Francisco with three seconds left when he's up by 14? You didn't lose. You pushed. This isn't Duquesne and Penn State. Yeah, this isn't Duquesne and Penn State plus six and a half, tie game, five seconds to go, and lose by seven. Okay. Thanks for coming out. Have a nice day. So right. um, I, I feel for you, but until you lose a game like that, until you have a six-and-a-half-point home dog that's in a tie game with five seconds to go and the game doesn't go to overtime and you lose by seven, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thanks. All right, but, well, the biggest but, game of the weekend is college basketball, Aaron, and that's Kansas against Baylor. Uh, the game going on Saturday as we record this podcast on Friday. This is the game of the year right now in college basketball. I know. Uh, and as a b-ball shooter myself, uh, I do love a little bit of Kansas ball. So, uh, in fact, I've been to Kansas and enjoyed being on the campus for the Jayhawks. Unfortunately, though, Jayhawks fans are not going to like what I have to say. Um, even though I'm leaning on the under, um, what, we think this is going to end up being a pick The line hasn't come out yet, as we do discuss this on a Friday. However, the Bears are 11-3 and against the spread. Uh, since the start of conference play. And I know they're on, of course, the huge win streak. What, they're looking to make it 24 mm-hmm. against Kansas. But don't forget, though, remember, they did beat Kansas last time they played. Let's not forget, though, that Devin Dotson had that, you know, he had like a hip injury. Uh, and then he did not have a great game in the second half. Um, and if, like you were mentioning against Iowa State, Brandon, if that is an, any indication that Dotson is 100% ready, uh, for the, this Baylor rematch. Um, I do think, though, the problem, even though Kansas has an exceptional defense, I say Baylor pulls off another win. I don't know if it's by double digits. I say the Bears win by six in this one. Uh, what do you gents have to say to that? Scott, you want to have a go at it? Yeah, I think that this Baylor team is – very good. I give them the edge at home. Uh, they're the, they're number one for a reason. And when I look at both of these teams, right, I gotta. I just for some reason, and I know Bill Self has been doing it for a long time. Congratulations, he deserves all the respect in the world. There's something about Scott Drew, man, and the way that he has this team playing, and they're winning. They're winning defensively too that's what's like really incredible is that they're they're doing it with a lot of defense yeah they set the big 12 record with the 23 game win streak and i just think when it comes down to these two teams you know what it kind of reminds me of brandon remember how texas tech was winning during the ncaa tournament last year they were winning with defense that's what I look at when I see this Baylor team playing against Kansas here on Saturday. I look at the way that Texas Tech stymied teams in the NCAA tournament, and I think that Baylor defensively is the difference, and that's why I'm going to take them to extend their winning streak to 24 games. Okay, a couple things for my 
fellow podcast individuals. Um, I give I was I give Baylor all the credit in the world for this winning streak. Um, I'm impressed with them as a basketball team, but there's a couple red flags for me coming into this ball game that I just think Baylor gets beat. Um, a how well Kansas is playing, and not the fact that they're just winning. They are dominating teams. Baylor's had a couple of uh, sluggish games, struggled to score 52 points on the road at Texas, um, couldn't put Oklahoma State away at home as a 12-and-a-half-point favorite, 178-70. Um, played Texas, I'm sorry, Oklahoma at home, won by 461-57, didn't come close to covering the 10-and-a-half in that game. Um, you may see a 20-point win by Kansas Monday night, but they're up 28 with three minutes to go. Dotson scores 29 on 11 of uh, 14 shooting. Um, a big concern for me is that this is a Baylor team that has played the last few games without their leading scorer, McClotigue, uh, missed the second straight game with a wrist injury. If he plays, he's not going to be 100%. Um, big revenge spot for Kansas. And I let the eye test speak to me when I watch these games. Kansas is peaking right now. They weren't playing as well as they were playing when Baylor went in there and beat them at Allen Fieldhouse. They are playing, in my opinion, the best basketball of any team in the country right now. And when you have Dotson down the stretch and you got your leading scorer that's coming back, and this is a tough spot for Baylor. All the pressure in the world's on Baylor. It's not on Kansas. It's on Baylor. And you're the number one team, and you got this winning streak, and you got a Kansas team coming here playing with revenge. Um, I'm sorry, guys. On the road, um, handled their business against TCU, um, blew out Oklahoma State on the road, uh, blew out Texas on the road, blew out Oklahoma on the road. I mean, look at these road scores 66 52 over Oklahoma, um, beat Texas by 10. Uh, went to Oklahoma State, won that game by 15. Went to TCU, won that game by 14. Went into West Virginia and won that game uh, 58-49 and went on an 18-3 run in the last nine minutes, held West Virginia to three points at home Okay. in the last nine minutes of the game. If, wow. he, if, if, if McLeod was healthy, I would lean towards Baylor. But from everything I've seen, I think it's the perfect spot for Kansas. And I think with with your leading scorer, even if he plays, he's not 100%. I'm going to go opposite you two. I'm going to call for Kansas to get the win. How much the, you- biggest, the biggest X factor, and Brandon, say it with me, Yudoka Azabuke. <laughs> if they can feed him, I might be with you, but last time these two teams played wasn't exactly there. They're going to need more out of him if they hope to win this game tomorrow. I, I can promise you that. If Kansas well, doesn't get more out of Azubay, they will not win this game. I, I, I agree. Okay. And, and real quick, so we can wrap this up because I know we want to move on to something else. Do you guys both believe it's going to be a low-scoring game? Because, you know, to add to your point, Brandon, Kansas is 5-1 in one in its last six road games against Baylor. But do you guys think this will end up being a low-scoring affair? Yeah, I could see it being played uh, in the 120 range, high 120s maybe, 127, 128, something like that. Brandon, what about you? Yeah, I can see that. Um, I can. Uh, In that first meeting, 
Uh, McLeod had 16 points on 6-10 shooting, 3-5 from 3, 7 rebounds. Uh, had an unbelievable game for them. Um, if he doesn't play, you're probably going to see Kansas land points in this game. You mm-hmm. say... Zabuka, Baka, Buka, 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 Buka. Yudoka Azabuke. I just listen to Buka. Don't you put uh, in there a liquor, a liqueur? Uh, Sambuka, Sambuka, Buka, Buka, Kuka. Um, I'm telling you he guys. Only had, you're, you're, he only had six points in their first matchup. Come on. I Listen, I will go on record and saying when we finally all see each other, I will bet you two dinner that Kansas wins this game. All right. And I want, there you go. I want a shot of, of Sambuca with that dinner as well. So. For Sambuca, Sambuca for, for Azabuca. Tuka, tuka. <laughs> At a restaurant in Toluca Lake for the Buka Buka Toluca Lake. There we go. We'll get back into the podcast in just a second, but I got breaking news. This is an important PSA brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed They have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. Now, I have the 2.0, but I got to go out there and get myself the new 3.0 because that's what they did. They made the 2.0 even better. The Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping Trimmer is now available for purchase and get 20% off and free shipping with the code BELIEVE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code B-L-E-A-V. And as always, your balls will thank you. Let's move on to the the event of the weekend, and that is the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder rematch that's going to occur on Saturday night. Now, uh, I've gone on record, and you know I wouldn't say it to his face because I'm afraid of him. But Deontay Wilder's not a good boxer; he he really isn't. But he is so strong, and when he connects, you go down. That's why he's so impressive. That's why he's the bronze bomber. That's why, what, 98% of his fights end in a knockout victory? He should have knocked out Tyson Fury the first time. How Fury got up, the fact that Fury got up at that at the end of that fight, you, did you see the look on, on Wilder's face when, Wild, when, when Tyson Fury got up off the mat? That was absurd. And the fight ending in a draw, a little ridiculous. Tyson Fury's the better technical boxer. But Wilder's looking for that one knockout punch. The longer this fight goes, the longer it favors Tyson Fury winning in a decision. But if you're going to bet it in a knockout, Fury will not knock out Wilder. Wilder will only knock out Fury. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at what to bet in this, if you want to go over under rounds uh, or you want to go result of the fight, I think fight end is the way that you bet it. And will the fight uh, end in a knockout is plus 270. I think that's the way to play this one because I think Wilder will win this fight because he will knock out Tyson Fury. Aaron, your thoughts? Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, nothing makes me more excited than heavyweight boxing. I'm so excited to get a rematch of this. And I do kind of have to agree with your sentiments, Scott, that I think the way that this fight ends up going is either Fury wins on the cards, which I do believe he will win the majority of, let's say, the first nine rounds. Um, but yes, if he finds himself the target of a wilder knockout, which will... It just takes one, right? It just takes one punch. One. 
Wilder has 41 KOs to Fury's 20. And even though I believe Fury to be arguably the better boxer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, he will be on the wrong end of uh, an uppercut or a, you know, a, a, a hook. And I don't see this going Fury's way. Um, give me a very much excited that I cannot wait for tomorrow, a Deontay Wilder finish. That's so how the fight. The fight is a pick -em. Both fighters are even money or, you know, slightly juiced 108, 110 in some places. The total rounds is over under 10 and a half rounds with the under juiced to minus 130. And method of victory, uh, the favorite is actually Deontay Wilder by knockout, then Tyson Fury by points. Then mm -hmm. it's Deontay Wilder, or excuse me, Fury by knockout. Deontay Wilder by points, and if you want to have fun and get frisky, Brandon, the draw is plus twenty three hundred. All right, it's not going to be a draw. I like your thought of a of the value of a knockout at plus two seventy. That 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 rang real true with me, which which is probably what I'm going to bet. A um, little extra money too, by the way. I go to my local grocery store, and I don't know if you guys realize this, but all the grocery stores here in Vegas have video poker in a little area as you're leaving the grocery yep. store. Yep. And these machines, these machines talking are, about talking are, about sprouts. I love sprouts. Okay, so I go to Smith's <laughs> and so Smith's is good the too. Same yep. the same woman that's always working the the shift is always there and her and I have this thing. So she's sixty one years old and they don't they don't make a lot of money. And so I'll always the only time I'll play is when I go in there at night, like nine between nine and ten o'clock at night. And if there's only one per, there's like, you know, 12 machines in this room that bring you something to drink. It's great. And I always, you know, play if there's just one person in there. If it's crowded, I won't play. And so I just hit Arizona State. I'm feeling good. I poked my head in. Now, now a week ago, I poked my head in and I said, do I go? I'm going to play when I come back out. She says, okay. And I walked and got my groceries and came back. As I poked my head in, she goes, somebody got on the machine I was going to give you. And I'm like, oh. And she goes, you're not going to want to hear this. And I said, what? She said, he had four aces with a deuce kicker, but he was playing quarters. I played dollars. That was eight grand. Wow. Eight grand I left on the table. And that was the machine. Because here's my deal with her. And it's been like this for a year. I asked her, because she's been in there since 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I asked her what machine she, what machine is, is going to hit. She gets 20% of anything I win. Hands down. So she has skin in the game. And I would say 80% of the time she leads me to a machine that's going to hit four of a kind. And, and so what does she make on four of a kind? She makes 40 bucks, just like that. And so I go, okay, what do we got? She's like, ah, I'm really not feeling anything. I'm like, come on, got to get you 20% tonight. I haven't played in like, you know, I haven't played in two weeks. So she goes, um, you know what? The last, second to last machine on the left. Perfect. I sit down, put a hundred bucks in. Okay. Play about four hands. I get jacks, get money back, jacks, get money back, two pair, get money back. Then it takes five, nothing, five, nothing, five, nothing. Bam. I'm in there for literally less than five minutes. Three fives, keep them, hit it. Four fives, 250 plus the 80 that's in there. 330, give her a 40 walk out. $200 richer. Just like that. There you go. That's what living in Vegas is about. <laughs> And and me and this, I honestly, she's probably made me eighteen hundred dollars, and I've probably tipped her four hundred. And that's just okay. guy. People don't people don't get it. They know exactly. I mean, I, listen, the bar that I go to, 
when Ireland when Ireland goes to her uh, school of rock, um, the bar bar I go to, I ask those girls. I give them twenty percent, and they point me to a machine. I hit four aces with a deuce kicker for two grand, and oh, wow. uh, tip them two hundred. So it's Vegas, baby. So I get a little extra money. I'm going to bet that uh, knockout at two seventy with your Vegas story. The exact winning method, plus two seventy knockout. Now. Here's some really, really fun specials that you can wager. Deontay Deontay Wilder to knock down Tyson Fury in each round you can bet. So what round would you say the fight would would end in? I'm going to say 10. Okay. Brandon? Uh, I'm going to say he knocks him out in the third round in a shocker. If he knocks him out in the third round, that would be a third round knockout plus 1,500. Fight end in round three. Fight end in round 10 also plus 1,500. Now, how about Tyson Fury just to be knocked down in round three is plus 1,400. But Aaron... For him to be knocked down in round 10 plus 1700. I'm going to have some fun with this and I'm going to throw a couple of bucks on Fury to be knocked down in the 12th and final round at plus 2100. How about that? Wow. Solid. I like that. Go the, wow. go the distance. He's got no more energy left and the bronze bomber takes him down. True story. Deontay Wilder blew me off at the Super Bowl last year in Atlanta. I was waiting for him on Radio Row. I had Ken Shamrock sitting down. I was interviewing Ken Shamrock at the time, and I thought it would be cool for Wilder to come up while I had Ken Shamrock on the radio so I can have, like, you know, the two different fighters from different genres kind of interact with each other. And Wilder never showed up. He blew you off. Blew wow. off. I, I would never, like, again, I would never say it to his face because he'd kill me with one punch, but yeah. he blew me off. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you're looking at for this weekend? Any XFL action, Brandon? Any NBA action uh, that you're paying attention to? Spring training, baseball for your degenerates out there? No, I'm just you know I'm I'm still trying to get my arms around this whole fallout of Houston Astros and David Ortiz calling Mike Fires a snitch. Yeah, Um, yeah. The guy, the the guy who uh, was on in the Mitchell report calling somebody else a snitch. Yeah, good, good for you, David Ortiz. Um, me. Yeah, to me, it's it's this is going to be a major security problem all year long for the Astros in visiting ballparks. And I really believe that the guys involved should have got a year suspension. Um, I believe that the World Series championship should be taken away. Um, it's almost like, and I'll give you a perfect example in, in, in the podcast today, um, it's almost like Roger Goodell and the Colin Kaepernick take any situation that if you would have gotten in front of it at the very beginning mm-hmm. and suspended Kaepernick right off the bat, it never would have got the power and the momentum that it did and became just a huge problem. I believe this is even bigger than that. That has, um, the commissioner got it right at the beginning, came down hard and squished it. It wouldn't be an issue. But now this is going to escalate. Now this is going to be really, really bad on multiple levels. 
and the security at visiting ballparks and everywhere Houston goes and everything that they're going to have to deal with. Um, this is going to get ugly. And I'll, I'll make your prediction right now. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt bad. Somebody's going to get hit. A pitcher's going to get a pitcher's going to throw. Somebody's going to get hit. This is going to be a bad situation. I believe the commissioner loses is going to lose his job over this. Um, it's going to be a really ugly sore in Major League Baseball all year long. A PR nightmare, all caused by the commissioner who could have brought down the hammer and squished it. And, and, and I'm anxious to see just how bad it gets. Well, here's a little bet for you. Okay, so Aaron, did you see that William Hill? Uh, put out the odds that the Astros, the amount of players that will get hit by pitches this year at 83 and a half. So it's since gone down, right? But here's why you're an idiot if you bet the over. First of all, forget the fact that only nine times in the last five years has a team been hit by 84 or more pitches in a season. It's very rare, okay? But don't you think, like Brandon, you said the commissioner's going to step in. Major League Baseball is going to step in. They're not going to want bean balls to occur. So the minute it starts to get to an alarming rate, Major League Baseball is going to step in. They're going to hand down suspensions. There's going to be no warning ejections for the pitchers, and the bean balls will stop. Sure, early on in the season, maybe, but throughout the rest of the season, it's not going to continue. Under is free money for the amount of times the Astros will get hit by pitches this year. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. And to me too, as, as a baseball fan, I don't, I don't really want to see that. I don't want to see the retaliation, the revenge, you know, Josh uh, <clears throat> was saying that his, his family is getting death threats. It doesn't, that makes me uncomfortable. I mean, I know it's bad for baseball, of course, as a as a, a Dodger fan, I feel like we've been cheated. But do you really think that Josh Reddick's family should be getting death threats? I mean, this is it's not a good look for baseball. Uh, the moment players are getting beaned by pitches, I just don't think that that's what you know that's what they want. And you're right, absolutely, the commissioner should step in and you know uh, maintain some form of sanity over this sport. I'm going with the under. All right, everyone. I am, too. I am, too. And by the way, the upset of the day in college basketball on Saturday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go ahead. Up The upset of the day. Gonzaga will go into BYU and lose on Saturday night. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. He's called it, folks. I love it. He's called okay, it. B- <laughs> Got it. All right. All right. Good luck. You look, at, you look at BYU down the stretch right now playing their best basketball of the year. The San Francisco team that Gonzaga just struggled with, BYU blew them out 11 days ago, 90-76, put up 90 on them. So upset special. By the way, Scott, real quick, did I hit that? I missed that three-team parlay I gave out last night of the podcast by one game, didn't I? Yes, you did. Thank you very much. But I, but I, I gave it. the winner out first. I gave the winner out first and switched to the other game. And that yes. was the Rutgers game and, that lost, right? And your yeah. the third the third leg, Brandon, don't feel too bad because the third leg won. They just didn't cover the three and a half point line. So it was West it was Baylor minus five and a half over West Virginia. That hit. It was Maryland plus six and a half against Michigan State. They won outright. And then it was South Carolina minus three and a half against Tennessee. South Carolina won the game, but they only won by one point, I think. So they didn't cover the line. Yeah, but what there was another game I gave out before that. And I'm like, you know what? Let's not go with that one. Let's go with the other one. That one went. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that because I was that too Illinois, busy. I, was, I think it was Illinois. 
That was Illinois Rutgers. No, it wouldn't have won. So, okay. Well, yeah, no, I was just too busy cursing you for the one game that lost, but that's okay. All right, well, just bet BYU <laughs> Moneyline tomorrow night. You'll thank you next week. Ooh, all right. I might do that after. All right, guys. Good luck. Make some money. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Well, there you have it. The latest from Brandon Lang. A little upset special for Brandon Lang and Aaron Coscarelli. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Sharp Edge wherever you get your podcast from. Or check us out on the Believe Podcast Network at BLEAV.com. We'll be back next week with a fresh episode. Until then, good luck and stay sharp. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.